Welcome to the Anonymous Andrew Podcast. Life and the choices we make. The choices other people make. Why we choose to ignore the red flags. Red flags like gaslighting, cheating, addiction, mental illness, and much more. What role do they play in relationships? Follow me each week as we discuss these topics with anonymous guests and experts to hopefully become better humans, resulting in better choices. Like I say, been there, still doing that. Now on to the show. Welcome to Anonymous Andrew and Friends, and this is my first episode. Um, this is a podcast about my life and yours, and what I mean by that is the things that I have gone through in my life are just, um, if you listen to the trailer, um, there are so many things um, that I have been, uh, the cards that I've been dealt with, as the saying goes, um, alcoholism, uh, bipolar disorder. Um, and now, of course, I'm, as I'm getting older, uh, it's like I woke up one day and I was like, how did I get here? I have been... Um, just uh, out of a new, out of a relationship recently, um, a two-year relationship where I was um, gaslit, cheated on, um, lied to, um, and I chose to ignore every detail, um, even though my gut and my intuition told me something was going on, and 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 at times I did confront this person and um the explanations that i got were bizarre but in in a typical codependent fashion i accepted them in my mind i did not want to lose this person and um i gave her the benefit of the doubt what i think this episode should be about is the fallout from that type of relationship to the people around you, in this case, me. Um, specifically, um, I have several support groups. I belong to a 12-step program. I run a mood disorder support group. And I have some very close friends of mine. And then, of course, there's my family. And... It just dawned on me, and I just spoke to somebody, I'll get to that in a moment, where I was told that for the past year, all I've been doing is calling my support network and complaining about my ex. And, and I think my last trailer, we called her Laura. Um, I, I complained about Laura, and... In the beginning, the complaints were met with a conversation, but it ultimately came to a point where they would just simply say to me, well, why are you putting up with that behavior? Why don't you walk away? Why don't you just leave? And 
Um, I didn't have a good answer. Uh, of course, the answer is today I was codependent and I was afraid to be alone and I was afraid that I would never find someone like her again because besides the dark side of her, there was the bright side of her. She was charming and beautiful and generous and um, buried in all of that. She was manipulative and um, but let's go back to the friends and family. And I, so I talked to so many people about this relationship and it got to the point where I think I could see their, I could hear their eyes rolling as I spoke to them. And I think one of the things I want to share with you is if you get yourself involved in a situation that you should not be in or your gut tells you to get out, you know, it could be a relationship, could be a job, um, could be just a friendship, and you know you shouldn't be there, but you choose to stay, and then you go to your friends and family and you complain, and they tell you to leave, and you still choose to stay. It is through no fault of theirs that they no longer want to hear it anymore. And um, I received a call today from a family member. I'm going to leave all the details out. Um, and this family member called me out on this. And that was because I went and visited that family member and their family. And um, my showing up there was uh, received with very cold. It was very cold. And um, I, it confused me. And now the breakup happened four months ago. And um, I'm slowly rising above that now. And I'm, I'm beginning to really start to process what happened and, and begin to move on. The last two months have been difficult. I wanted her back. I want. By the way, it's been a no-contact breakup, just to let you know. There's been no contact. And um, so... so I went to visit my family this morning and I was confused because um, it seemed like I was the black sheep once again. And listen, I grew up the black sheep of the family. I am one of four. I am the oldest. I am the only son and I have three younger sisters. Um, and because I got involved with drugs and alcohol, and I rebelled against my family growing up. I was brought up, I guess the saying is, with a silver spoon in your mouth. I had a good upbringing. Uh, my father was a doctor, and I went to good schools, but I didn't know at the time how good I had it, and I just chose to go run with the wrong crowd. Um, and, you know, 
I, I said this in the last in the trailer. My what I'm telling you and the problems and the topics and and the things we're going to discuss in in this podcast are not unique. A lot of people are born into good families and uh, become rebels and they turn against the machine. Um, but in my case, it's the fallout that um, I now have to deal with. And so this phone call I just got a little while ago from somebody in the family, they felt as if it was time. And I'm guessing the family got together and said somebody has to call him and tell him that he's doing A, B, and C. You know what A, B, and C was? A, B, and C was for the past two months, I would call various members of the family, and all I would do was complain about the breakup and what she did to me and the trauma I'm going through and the heartbreak. And these were the very same people who said to me a year ago, walk away. And during the process of um, not walking away and ignoring them, I didn't visit them during holidays, um, specifically things like Thanksgiving and Christmas, um, birthday parties. I have grandchildren. Um, and this is going to sound horrible, but I actually missed um, last year two of my grandchildren's birthday. Um, and in the back of my mind, I knew about and around, like I knew the month and I knew the week. And I said, oh, it's so-and-so's birthday this week. And, oh, but I have plans this weekend with Laura. And um, you know what? I'll, I'll I'll get an Amazon card and I'll mail it, and and you know what I, I as horrible as that sounds, I didn't even do that, and so um, it is so important that if you're in a relationship, a situationship, um, that you are so immersed that you don't know what's going on around you and you're ignoring the people that care about you, that love you, that support you, and you don't give them their um, time of day, they're going to come back. Well, for example, like uh, uh, they finally had it. They called me out on it today. And, um, you know, I, I was sitting a little while ago. Um, I uploaded my trailer for the podcast. I'm, I'm excited. Um, and I sat down to uh, start producing the next episode. I wanted to talk about, uh, start writing about uh, what's my next topic. And we're going we're to be having guests. And, and, and uh, I'm looking for a co-host and uh, so forth. So um, I began to, to think about, you know, producing the next episode and what topic, and that's when the phone call came. So I literally just hung up the phone 
with this relative, and um, there was it was a no brainer. I, I said, "That's my next episode." In the beginning um, trailer, I talk about everything that I was dealt to me, and and I'm not. Listen, we're all in life. Life, it's life on life's terms, and it's 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 how we choose to deal with what's dealt to us. I was dealt with alcoholism and drug addiction, and it destroyed. Let's see, I'm 62. Let's say the better part of um, a third, a little bit more of my life. Um, I was dealt with bipolar disorder and I was treated very early on and then I chose to go off the medications and that had a complication, that had uh, co- uh, repercussions. And um, so the point I'm getting at is that I had all these um, issues that there were solutions and uh, resolutions and uh, ways to deal with them. Um, you know, this 12-step program that I go to, there are a lot of young individuals there. And I'm talking 20, 21, 24, 28. Um, the 12-step program that I'm in, there's a lot of, um, what's the word? Stigma around it that it's for old people. Or, or, yeah, the older generation. You, you, they say, oh, I would never go to that because it's just a bunch of old men, um, or or old women, and um, it's not. There's a whole young generation trying to get their life together early, and um, you know, I, 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 at some point, I'll talk about my sobriety. I, I'm coming up on eight, eight years sober. I didn't mention that in my trailer. Um, but I did have some sober time back in 1990. I think it was 92 to 97 or 98. I, I had about five years sober. So I did, in my 30s, tackle the alcoholism. Um, but then something happened. And instead of following the 12 steps principles and, and traditions um i chose to walk away thinking that i had this disease licked so i i don't want to get into my qualification of, of that now we'll save that for another day but I, I i had five years sober and i went back out and i relapsed and um, i stayed out for 18 19 years um, i didn't get sober until the year 2015 so a lot of damage, collateral damage was done during that time. And, you know, in the 12 steps, we're told to make amends. You know, we have to apologize or, or tell the people that we hurt during our addiction. Um, we're sorry and we make amends. And I did that back in the 90s <laughs> with with the people that I hurt back then. When I went out and relapsed, I had to do it all over again because there was another 18 years of destruction and collateral damage. I'm not laughing. I'm, I'm, I'm embarrassed. 
Um, oh boy. So, uh, I, listen, I, I'm still taking in this phone call I just got. You know, I said something in um, the trailer also about narcissism. I said, um, I'm everything but a narcissist. And this phone call I just got, the person said to me, you're so self-absorbed. Everything's about you. And I, I, I said to, to this person, can you give me an example? She, she, they said, yes, when, when you would call us and um, sometimes it was just to check in. Sometimes you would want to make um, plans to come visit. Now, they, they live near me, but it's about an hour drive. So I, I can't just pop in there. I, of course, I'd have to call and say, hey, can I come up this Saturday, blah, blah, blah. And I'm on the phone with them. And instead of saying, hey, are you free Saturday? I'd like to come visit. I would get into what was going on in my head. And I was using my family to talk about my trauma, my depression, what I was going through during the breakup. And um, instead of asking, how are you doing? I'm talking about family members that also have their own problems. Um, and apparently, I never stopped and said, hey, how are you doing? Tell me about you. How's your job? How's your wife? How's the new house? I didn't stop and ask. It was all about me. You know, I feel like I'm in a confession booth here and in a church. <laughs> but um, this podcast is going to be an audio journal from time to time. You know, journaling is very good for the soul, very good for the mind, and I do journal. But I have, number one, terrible handwriting, and number two, um, when I journal at night sometimes, I will write one page, and it's kind of scribbled out. Um, I did talk in the last episode about some documents that I found from 30 years ago. Back then, I used to type my journals out and, and short stories, um, they're obviously easier to read and more legible because they're typed out. But recently I became lazy um, and, and instead of typing out my thoughts, um, I journal them. And, and uh, you become lazy sometimes. You just jot down certain things. So uh, what I'm... What I'm And I'm not going to do this often, but I think from time to time I need to get out my thoughts out of my head, come clean about my behavior, and talk about um, everything I just talked about. And I'm doing that because if you're stuck in a situation, and I use the word stuck, I guess, loosely, um in a relationship, at a job, whatever it is, and you're ignoring your support network, 
your friends, your family, your coworkers, your uh, support groups, or um, your. And let's say you belong to a hiking club, and 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 you know you, they may not be your friends, but they're your once or twice a month group you meet up with or something. If you're ignoring them, or if you're not ignoring them, but you're just when you talk to them, you're just complaining about the drama going on in your life. They get tired of it. They get bored of it. And if they offer advice or feedback and you choose to ignore that, and then in three months, four months, six months, your life implodes, or in this case explodes, um, it's nobody's fault but your own. Well, I'm going to keep this in the eye. It's my fault. So, um, all right, folks, you know what? A um, couple of quick things. I did open up an Instagram account, um, and um, I'm working on a website page. Um, so I'll put everything in the show notes. Um, this is a slow build, but I wanted, I'm going to, I'm going to push this episode up in the next day or so. Um, but there's no better way to get to know me um, and, and what I want to try to accomplish here than me coming on here and doing an audio journal like this. Um, this is exa exactly what I'm trying to do is um, show, show the people out there who are in my shoes traveling the path that I'm on, the mistakes that I have made and still making. And if I could do anything and help any of you not go down the same path and save some of the pain and anguish, I'm hurting inside right now for what I did to my family. So, okay, friends. Um, I, think, I think you get the idea. Um, I hope um, that... Um, you got something out of this. Anyway, let's see. Anonymous Andrew here to say, uh, listen, if it feels good, do it. But please, choose wisely. Until next time.